Over the Road New Orleans is brought to you by Coin Trader Inc. Mind your money and recorded in front of a live studio audience. Unleash the beast! There's a monster inside you! A monster got eat! Demario Davis is one of the best linebackers in the NFL, run or pass as a blitzer. He can do it all. Demario Davis, he has really just become one of the top linebackers in football. He hits like nobody's like nobody's business. He'll knock the mouthpiece right out of your mouth. Opponents have to bring their hard hat when facing Demario Davis. The linebacker hits like a wrecking ball, and when he blitzes, clears all objects out of his way. Demario Davis, oh my god, man! When he pass rush, like when he go on a blitz, the guy like I don't know, he like a bulldozer. Dozer Davis doesn't dance around blocks. He don't got no moves. Nah, no moves. He's going straight through you. Yeah, him, he's going straight through you. Linebacker Demario Davis really lowered the lumber and sacked Tom Brady. Shady McCoy can't do anything with Demario Davis. He just crashes that pocket. Demario Davis has been a beast on these inside blitzes. We yell in black and Before it was us, before it was this team, it was this city. And the heavens departed, and the Holy Spirit shined on this city. And this city was set apart. Man, look around. Look at the energy. Look at the culture. It's different. And that same spirit is shined on this team. Why you think we call the saints? And that same spirit is alive in you. You got to understand, we represent something bigger than ourselves. Something bigger than just this city. We represent a nation. Who that nation? And that spank will come alive out that day. Every pass, every kick, every run, every hit. Let that spirit come alive. And let's turn up what we do. Yes, sir. Two boys on three, one, two, three, two, four. I'm always soul searching. My goal in life is to be the best human being I can be. That extends way before beyond the football field. I, I love the game of football because it presents every life lesson that you can ever have. And it makes you a better person, it makes you a better husband, it makes you a better father, it makes you a better teammate, it makes you a better coworker, it makes you a better friend. You're gonna have stuff that happened to you that you did not expect. Matter of fact, you expected the exact opposite. And what are you gonna do when that moment happens? And you have to do your soul searching before that moment happens. Because if you're not prepared when the rain comes, it's too late. When it's dark outside, somebody has to be the hope to remind people that the sun will come back out. Here at All Over the Road, New Orleans, the podcast. We'd like to thank all of our listeners, followers, and subscribers for four good seasons. And welcome to the show. He's a menace to opposing offenses. But off the field, he's a teddy bear. He's an all-pro linebacker that plays in the Bayou City of New Orleans. And he don't take any guff. He's an all-pro. He's a philanthropist. He's a father of five and a husband to Tamala. He's number 56. And he's pretty darn good-looking. He's Demario Davis. Oh yeah, there he, there he. Did you like that deep? How'd you like that deep? Nailed it. How about double deep? Anybody ever call you double deep? Tamla next time, please. Tamla. We got a person. We got to get is Tamla, not Tamala. Start over. I said Tamla. Yeah, no, you said Tamala. You biffed it, dude. You biffed it. I will do Tamali too. Yeah, start over. Hey, hey, hey. Tam, I'm so sorry, Tam.
I said tomorrow. She, down, she downstairs. She downstairs. I did say tomorrow. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Start over. Refresh. Just kidding. It's, it's all good, man. We get it messed up. It's hard to say. Hard <laughs> he said we get it, dude. Skip it. <laughs> no, we're not skipping it. We're not skipping it. He's a menace to opposing offenses, but he's a teddy bear off the field. He's a linebacker. He puts his pants on one leg at a time. He's an all-pro. He's a father of five and a husband to Tamala. 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 He's tomorrow, David. Oh, tomorrow's with us. Fine. You know, tomorrow we've been talking about having you on for a while, and yeah. I know you're you know you're a busy guy, especially now because you know you're heavily involved in the in the Pro Bowl. I saw the commercial. I love the commercial, huh? What'd you think, man? What'd I you think, think you're a pretty good actor. I think you did your. I think you were good. You were actually very good. Man, I appreciate it, man. You know, when you're doing those things, it really comes down to to the viewers. Yeah, it's really really the opinion of the viewers, and so uh, I don't have much acting experience. I took some college, a few college courses, but you know, we take all kind of college courses. Um, yeah, how many so takes? How many takes did it did it take? Oh my gosh, for that for 15 seconds, it probably was. 30, 40 takes. That's not bad. Actually, they, they probably wanted you to do extra takes and they pick out the one they like the best. That's what they yeah, do. Yeah, that's what it is. They oh, make you do it a lot of different ways. It's, yeah. it was, we probably did the same take maybe only three times. Yeah, it's no reflection on you. How do you, like uh, you like my fit here? It's a little tight. Yeah, I see it, it's man. Amazing. I like that, dog. Come on, bro. Hey, them guns popping out too. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Of course, this is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Now, uh, Demario... Um, tell me what's going on. What you're doing with the Pro Bowl? Are you actually doing? You're representing into it uh, during the Pro Bowl, or how does that work? Yeah, I'm representing the NFC. Um, of course, you're up for Eli, Manning. the market. Uh, Eli and I don't know who the DC on our side is. Uh, maybe Demarcus Ware. Mm-hmm. Demarcus maybe on the other side with Peyton. Um. And we got a chance to, when I was done shooting the commercial, we got a chance to talk about the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much they've made public, but of course everybody knows it's going to be a lot of different games. And uh, the 707 is the new feature. And I'm excited about that because I'm always coaching 707 with, with kids now getting mm-hmm. a chance to actually play. Um, I would prefer to play. The interesting thing is I would prefer to play NFL players in the 707 than to get in one of those high school games with those kids. They, 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 oh, they no. Good. Yeah, they got and, that down. Uh, yeah, they embarrass you quick. Yeah. So that's what's, that's what's really crazy. Um, so it's interesting, man. The first time I'm in the Pro Bowl is the, the, it's a new format, and it's seven-on-seven. Seven. And, you know, they were asking me a lot about the rules um, and what we thought, you know, just about the different dynamics, like, you know, how much time should the quarterback have? Mm-hmm. Um, should there be blitzing? If there is blitzing, what, what, so it was a lot just to kind of go into that. You know, then then there's the game. There's there, there's golfing events. There's yeah. uh, you know relay races, sled pushes, and all that. So I'm excited, man. The first time I'm in the Pro Bowl, it's the seven on seven game, and this is what I literally do. <laughs> That's my job away from football is coaching seven on seven. Nice. Well, you know, you being uh, you being from excited. Mississippi, when I was growing up, and we played flag or touch, the pass rusher had to do three Mississippi. 
You go one yeah. Mississippi, two Mississippi, that's three it. Mississippi. That's you it. go that's it, right. Think about it, man. Think yeah. about how it all come together, bro. Yeah, you that's should have said, hey, let's do the Mississippi this. thing. You should have been on the rules committee with that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, excited about that, man. They took my advice on a few things, which I thought were important. But other than that, man, the game going to play is going to be fun. So it's definitely going to be exciting. I, I commend the NFL for taking uh, a non-traditional approach to – try to make it a, a better experience for everybody, yeah. for the fans and the players. Um, obviously the players didn't want to be involved in, in contact at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, and that takes away from, you know, people who still have to play games. I, I feel like because it's all kind of fun activities, players who play in the Super Bowl could still even come, come and participate, you know, eventually down the line. I think they might, they might do that because, it's really a great experience that the NFL is taking the next step to to set up, making it a lot more kind of like All Star Weekend or something like that. Now you're, are you playing in the flag football game? Yeah, I'm in the game. Oh, I gotta good. be okay, in the game. Cool. What about on, the dodgeball man. game? In the dodgeball, I'm in the dodgeball game, game too. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm, I'm, long, long the long drive one too or no? Nah, nah, nah. You don't hit the long ball. That ain't okay. my forte because okay. see, I can hit, I can hit uh, a, a 280, 310 yard drive. Every blue moon. Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the one I probably hit when it matters is probably going <laughs> to go 10 yards. You know it's who the best golfers The best golfers are the kickers. Do you know that? The kickers are the best golfers yeah, normally. Most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Do you they find that, Dave? That's for sure. Tomorrow, are you playing uh, dodgeball with the kids? Getting ready? I've been, you know what? I actually had my kids out in the yard, and I had them racing. And I, I told them, let's play a, uh, let's play a game. Uh, try to make it. It was, it was called gauntlet. So I had them running across our backyard <laughs> and try to miss the balls. And I was just trying to peg them with the balls as they ran. I love it. Working on my aim. They didn't know I was getting ready for for dodgeball. They enjoyed it, man. You know, uh, when I first moved to New Orleans, it was right before my 17th birthday. And I grew up in Chicago. And I saw Walter Payton play in person probably a couple dozen times. You know, uh, the first time I saw him play, it was at Wrigley. Uh, it wasn't Wrigley Field, but the first Bears game I went was at Wrigley Field. But. Um, so Walter Payton, the Walter Payton Award is the most prestigious award in football, and that's the Man of the Year Award. And you, I, I think you're, uh, are you a finalist, or how's it, how's that going? Uh, it's going pretty good. We all have to go down to uh, for NFL honors. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to announce the winner, I guess, as it gets closer. Mm-hmm. Probably let you know whoever whoever wins knows so they can have their their their, their speech prepared or whatever. Um, supposed to be all of us going out on the field at, at the Super Bowl. I actually vowed that I would never go to the Super Bowl if I wasn't playing in it. Right. And I've always gone down for Super Bowl events, but always left before the game. So this one is going to be a I'm, – I'm grateful to be to, to have the award, but it's, 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 it's a little cringy going on the field at the Super Bowl and not actually playing in it. But I'm, I'm definitely grateful uh, for the honor. So no one's giving you a little heads up or saying, hey, man, I heard uh, – Nothing. No, I ain't got. I ain't, I ain't got nothing like that, man. I ain't got okay. nothing like that. So there's 32 teams. Everybody's got a rep. So all 32 guys are going. Uh, that I don't know if all 32 are going. See, well, so they've eliminated some people then. Hey, that's that's okay. outside my 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 range, man. I'm just doing my doing my part. I know, stay I in know, line. Brother. I know. Let's get to the good stuff, okay? Devoted Dream um, Foundation is your foundation, and uh, you started that when? When you we were the Jets when you started that, or you did that when you got here? Yeah, I started that with the Jets. So, man, it's so interesting. And before I go to that, I do want to hit on that um, Walter Payton piece. Man, I was on the phone with them earlier. We had a phone call for uh, Man of the Year, and it really hit me that we are celebrating a life. Like, this trophy is named after Walter Payton. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was the life that he lived. And being on the phone with his family, it was just really great to, man. And, and, and it's really, it's, it's such a prestigious award. Uh, and that's reflective of the individuals that have gotten the Walter Payton Award. Like if they were just giving it out to anybody and the people who got the Walter Payton Man of the Year wasn't reflecting anything in society. So that that torch has really been passed down the right way. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so it just really brought like how how important that is and what that really means to to be in that conversation. You know, you come in, you kind of like, man, that'd be a good award to win one day to to be recognized as a man of the year. Yeah. But to, to actually have that on you is like that comes with a huge responsibility. Uh, and that's very important. Um, so it was just, it was just cool. Yeah, but it's a cool votes, trophy too. That's a cool trophy. The, uh, the voted dreamers. So we started the voted dreamers back in 2013. It was, uh, after our rookie, after our rookie season, uh, we just wanted to do something for kids back in our hometown. All players were like going back then doing like the football camp thing. And we was like, no, nah, we're not just going down and do a football camp because these kids, they have talent. That's, that's, that's the easy part. It's really the life skill stuff. So we wanted to do something uh, that was more in-depth and that included school. Uh, so we introduced a, uh, a Devoted Dreamers Academy, and it was character building, it was educational, and it was the athletics. And that was the first thing that we did. It was a seven-week summer camp, and we just had kids come every Friday for seven weeks, and they had a great time. In the morning, we would do worship and devotion. Cool. Then we would do uh, some type of character trait for the day, whether it was teamwork, leadership, honesty, integrity, uh, something like that. Then they would go in their classrooms, they would do reading comprehension. So we would help them read their summer reading books. Financial literacy was the math component. They'd eat lunch and then we just let them play for the rest of the day. So, uh, man, just a great way to start in Mississippi and, uh, you know, really started to pour in the kids. That that program went, went for about five years. Man, to really see close to 300, 400 kids come through that program and go off and have success. And then about five years ago, that's when we, we phased over to the devoted Germans. That summer camp still ran, but we just, we just, we just supported when I, my team isn't on the ground with it. We started our seven on seven travel team. And it was really seeing that this, this sports space, man, it's, it's a billion dollar industry of kids and youth sports. And you wonder why it is, is because parents want their kids to get college scholarships really. And that's what it all, it's all about. And um, what you realize, man, is a bunch of kids in this space, but they're not learning a whole lot other than sports. Mm-hmm. And what you got to realize is, man, you know, all these kids in this this space, man, 10% of them are going to make it in sports. So what's happening to the other 90%? Right. And so, like, let's go where the kids are and let's start focusing on getting these kids. Okay, we can play sports. We're going to do that. But we're going to focus on the things that, that really matter. How do you be a, a, a good individual? And so we, we, we do mentorship and we pretty much just teach stewardship from God's word. Um, and we say you, you're a steward of what God has given you. So you have to steward your time. You have to steward your temple, which is your body. You have to steward your talent. You have to steward your, tra- your treasures, which is your resources. You have to steward your testimony, which is your story. Um, and so you stewards and we're going to teach you how to steward those things. And we're going to play football and we're going to succeed in the classroom. And in that time, man, we've had a hundred five years. We've had a hundred percent graduation rate. Um, all, awesome. but one of, all but one of our kids has gone to college and that kid is going to college. He just didn't get no offers and, and didn't go to school for, for whatever reason, sitting waiting. But now he's, he's going to enroll in the junior college. So we're excited about that. That'll give us a hundred percent of every kid in our program. Uh, We've had over close to 50 scholarships. Um, and uh, so the age group is just like ninth grade and up, or we, yeah, we get them as early as sixth grade. Oh, okay. And uh, we start to primarily focus on recruiting at ninth grade. Right. 
but and we've had over close to 30 scholarships. So, I mean, Division I scholarships. And so of those of those 50, 30 of them have been Division I scholarships. That's a good number. That's impressive. That's yeah. Yeah. And we're really just getting started. Um, you know, for the first few years, we really only had, for those first three years, we only had ninth through 12th grade. Right. And then last year was the first year we went down to the sixth grade. So we had 75 kids in our program. This year, uh, we have 110 kids in our Mississippi program. And we just launched in New Orleans where we have uh, 35 kids in our program. So it's, 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 it's growing. Our goal is to at least be in three states throughout the South, um, but for that we have the capacity to run, but then hopefully license it out to all the states throughout the South and okay, yeah. around the country. It's, I, I don't know. It sounds to me like you might want to do a little coaching in the future. Is that anything you're, you're thinking about? I mean, you look at the success of D'Amico Ryans, and uh, he was, in my opinion, he wasn't the linebacker you are, but uh, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's doing, he's, he's, he's climbing up the ranks as a coach. Is it something you think you might end up doing? You know what? I believe I'd make a much better athletic director or general manager than I would a okay. coach. Uh, and that's what I enjoy. I enjoy administration. And that's why I work right. in space with division, with all the dreamers. You know, I just had a conversation with my coaches um, and told them, you know, they like me down on the sideline with them, but I'm like, I won't be on the sidelines with you guys this year. Because for me, it's hard to work in the organization and work on the organization. Mm -hmm. My job is to create better opportunities for the kids, help them scale, help them get recruited, help them get to that next level, uh, you know, help my coaches get opportunities, help, you know, make sure they have the best training that they can have. Um, like I'm thinking about the practice weekends. How do I make sure that they have a great skills quarterback coach, a great skills wide receiver coach, a great skill DB coach that can help them polish up to have tools that they can use at the next level? not just have this six foot frame and four, 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 five speed, but to really be able to polish that, mm -hmm. um, it really set them on their, on their way, man. We just had a tryout. I, I think, uh, the next week or so, probably five of the kids are going to get offered already. And so that's just out of our 24 class, man. When I tell you it's, 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 it's an unbelievable thing. And we just get started. Another thing is we're all, we're on college campuses. We're on a, a Southern New Orleans campus in, in, in New Orleans. And we're looking at getting onto a uh, Tougaloo campus in Mississippi. So as Devoted Dreamers build out, we want to be on college campuses. Uh, hopefully we can use our resources to help them like rebuild a, a athletic facility on their, on their, on their grounds. Uh, you know, as we continue down the road, that way the kids can have a, a, a training ground on a college campus. And it just gets them in the mentality of, and these are all, and it's mostly inner city kids that we're dealing with. So these kids wouldn't be going to college had we not stepped in and filled the gap. So these aren't kids who uh, traditionally would have 4.0 GPAs. And, and we got we got quite a few 4.0 GPAs on our team. But these aren't kids that would traditionally do this. These kids live in environments where your choices are to do drugs and not to do drugs, not do drugs. It's really are you going to do weed, crack or cocaine? You know, it's 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 not to carry a gun. It's are you going to carry a, a, a Glock 9 millimeter or AK-47? Right. These are the choices that these kids are dealing with and navigating. And sports has always been their, out, their their outlet. That's where they can go and be free and not worry about all that stuff. But we want to take the, 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 the draw of sports and give them some supplemental skills. And that's what they're learning how to navigate. Well, I think, I think the cool thing is, is that you're giving them eternal tools. Eternal tools. Come on, man. Tools. Come on, man. You know, and uh, Come on. It's, it's, you know, I think when you have a platform, like, you know, myself, I, I, I had a trade. I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to master my trade. I did. Then I wanted to pour in other people and I did. And now I want to make a difference. 
I mean, you just get to the point where, I mean, that's more gratifying, you know, than anything. And so I think the, the thing that I want to talk about now, and when did you start thinking about Devoted Dreamer Academy? Devoted Dreamers, I mean, is this something you've always wanted to do? Is this, and tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, so Devoted Dreamers Academy was actually the name of the summer camp. So the end goal was always to be here. And the end goal was to have an environment where kids could come and develop spiritually, mentally, and physically. That was always the dream. And to go from a summer camp to where we are now, the after-school program, I mean, we get to be with them three days a week plus weekends, and then to go towards a, a full school where we're going to be able to have them every day of the week for those most crucial eight hours was always the dream. It's because kids need a, and we all we all know that the children are our future, but what are we investing into them? You look at, you know, modern day school is a one size fit all model. This is where the kids are spending most of the time. And you're being told if you come in and do well on tests, you know, you are the best of this school. And that's who go out and get the academic scholarships. Right. Or you're told, you know, sports is a way to make it out. And that's where this, you see this big not yeah. in youth sports. And, but you got rising ten percent. Now you got to What about the rest? So we're losing fifty percent of our kids in school in those eight hours, and then in sports, we're losing ninety percent of the kids. And so it's like I just want to go where they are, but then let's take the time to pour into them, right? Because the word says you pour in a child, uh, teach a child the way that they should go, and when they're old, they won't depart from it. Well, if we want to have greater leaders tomorrow, we got to have greater investment now. And you're going to see that return, you know, much later. I am a product of what was poured into me. Now, I went through my rough years. I was expelled from school. I almost lost my life. I went to jail. But once I came to Christ, what was huge was not only did the Holy Spirit come awake in my life, but all the years of what people poured into me positively started to come out. And that's what I believe will happen with these same the same youth. And so that's all the, the academy uh, does that was always the goal in Mississippi, just New Orleans. We had the resources to do it, and with the with the notoriety of the Saints, with with so with the support of the Saints, with the support of some uh, great strategic partners, uh, we were able to 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 move towards uh, launching a school, and then so that's that's always been the goal yeah. since the beginning, and, and and the goal is to pop these up all throughout the South. Well, the most important thing is that they put their hope and faith, not just in their giftings, but in what Christ did for them. That's the Amen. most important thing. And I know this, um, you know, I know this about me. God didn't just save me. He freaking rescued me. Man, come he on. rescued me. Come he, on. I was like a guy in a lifeboat that got come on. a helicopter, took me out of the water. It was that serious. And uh, I think that, you know, the pouring into is, I think that the thing that, that you're really interested in. And well, that's, that's, yeah. that, that's the, the, the goal is, yeah. you know, like football or sports is my Trojan horse. The academics is my, hey, we're going to do something a little more than football. But the end goal and what the real opportunity is to plant the seed of Jesus Christ into their hearts. I love that's it. the goal is discipleship. And so when you look at our five T's, the first thing that we're teaching is what you have, you don't own. You are stewarding it. You are stewarding it. And who are you stewarding it for? You're stewarding it for the master. It belongs to God. And so God wants you, firstly, he gave everybody different capacities of these, but he gave everybody these five. And so you start with your time. God gave you time. He wants you to use that time wisely. That's what the word say. Be wise, uh, 
Be wise with your time because the days are evil. So every part of your day, use that, uh, your temple. Your body don't belong to you. It belongs to God. It is a temple for God. God dwells in you. And so that means you need to take care of the house that the Lord lives in. You need to make sure that that thing is clean. Uh, your talents and gifts. Every talent and gift that God used you, he gave you to use to build up the kingdom of God. So my leadership, my encouragement ability, uh, my pushing people to dream, that begins with me. I live that out for myself. God gave me that. I use it for his glory. It goes to my home, to my kids and my my wife, then my kids. It goes to my church. It goes to, to the community. And then it goes to the nation. And why is it in that order? Because that's the alignment that God has called for. And then the same with your treasure, your, your treasures that's used to build up the kingdom of God. God gave me, blessed you with these treasures. Like, you know, of course, everything ain't no secret. Everybody in the NFL is blessed uh, tremendously with resources. So uh, with a ton of not just money, but all these other things that come in, in form of, of resources. But what did God give that for you? He didn't give it to me just for, to use for me and my family. He gave me to use to bless other people. The first six years of Devoted Dreamers was all self-funded by me and my wife. And we weren't, we weren't even going to look for fundraising. It wasn't that we couldn't, but there was not to say there was no need to do it, but we could. And so, and it was kind of being selfish and saying, man, I want those eternal rewards for us. We're going to do our part. We want those eternal rewards. We ain't storing these treasures up on earth. And so, you know, whatever treasure that you have, whatever resource you have, you use it for the kingdom of God, no matter what capacity. The Bible talks about the woman who put three coins, three copper coins in there, and she gave more than everybody else in the room. Then, you know, your testimony, which is God's story. And that's what I lead from. Devoted Dreamers was built for my story. The type of kids that we're impacting is the type of kid that I was before I was radically transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so the goal is to get these kids in there. And, and, and so over the five years, we've seen three kids get discipled. We had, we had uh, over our last two years, um, we had one two years ago and uh, two this past season. You know, it's growing. And then we had those are the ones that got baptized. They were willing to step out and mess their peers and, and, and get baptized. But we've had several professions of faith, but we, we don't just take them lightly. And it's a lot of pressure because that says a lot when a high school kid in the midst of his peers in this type of environment are willing to get up and go and get baptized in front of um, a bunch of pe- bunch of their peers. Yeah. Uh, and so we know what type of pressure that is on them to be able to do that. That's that. That's Especially today with all the crap out there. It's got to be tough. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, all these, yeah, the kids, the kids are up against a lot of things, yeah. man. We have to take as Christians, we have to take authority over that stuff, man. It's a lot of darkness. Dark yeah. There's a lot of, there's there. a lot of evil out there. There's don't, a lot of dark spirits. Okay. Over so there, man, I mean, it's a lot of evil in the world period, but it's some, it's some dark spirits over them just in regards to identity, in regards to uh, sexuality, in regards to uh, confidence, um, and, and, and just that identity piece, man, is so huge. And it's just leading these kids, these kids into depression yeah. and despair. And we believers have to take authority over that and just not, we can't be passive with that stuff because the devil is just robbing our kids, man. He's just, he's just, he's gotten right into the homes. He skipped the fathers and the mothers and getting right to the kids. Mm-hmm. And, and it begins at home, uh, with, with, the, with the parents, you know, kind of putting that protection over their kids but even in, in the community, in the church, we have to start standing up and, and, and putting a stop to it, calling the enemy out when we see it, you know, uh, taking authority over those spirits and just let the Holy Spirit take authority over all this stuff that's happening over our kids, man. It's really drastic, in it, but it's spiritual warfare, exactly what it is. I think you've got a few sermons in your future. 
I think you're going to be preaching a few sermons. If, if I have to, uh, let me make a, I'm the first one to predict that, by the way. He's going <laughs> to preach some sermons. He is. Breaking news. He is. He is. He's going to preach some sermons. It's uh, DeMario's Five T's, Time, Temple, Talents, Treasures, and Your Testimony. We're speaking with DeMario Davis, the all, can I say this, all-world middle linebacker of the New Orleans Saints. You're on all over the road, New Orleans, the podcast. And uh, so the school, is it opening? Is it open yet? Or what? Oh, what's what's the lo- where's the location? It's already functioning. We're on Sudo's okay. campus, South, uh, uh, Southern New Orleans. Okay, okay. We're on their, we're on their ca- uh, campus. Uh, we partnered with the Rooted School there on their campus to use their facility, so okay. we use their classroom there. We had uh, a, a, a ribbon-cutting ceremony, I guess you, you, you can call it, or uh, an official uh, open house lunch uh, where the chancellor there came and spoke. Uh, the, the, the wonderful Miss Gail Benson came and spoke, uh, Tyron Matthew. Uh, who's the who's the ambassador in, um, in New Orleans for us? Uh, spoke, and uh, they they've been there for I guess this is uh, week three. They go on Mondays, Tuesdays, and, and Thursdays uh, for two hours from six thirty to eight thirty. Mm-hmm. And Monday and Thursday is, is is mostly in the classroom. So on Mondays, the focus is our stewardship, our stewardship day. So that 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 our five T's, our our principles of stewardship is the primary focus. And so we had an entire curriculum designed around those, those five T's, but we also in- include reading comprehension, financial literacy, all types of life skills mm-hmm. inside that. We just balance it around those five. And then on Thursday, we have our beyond sports program. So we partner with people like the NFL, uh, with Oshner to, to bring them things such as sports media. So how to find careers in, in sports media and start to learn about that how to learn sports medicine, you know, athletic training and all of that. Um, sports technology uh, is there and, and sports business, sports finance. So what we want to do is show them, man, when you go to a game on a Sunday, there's you know, way more jobs than the 22 positions oh, that yeah. you see on the field. You know, they're, 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 they're athletic trainers, uh, orthopedic surgeons, all on, on the sideline. And what does that put them on? It puts them on a track towards medicine. You know, when you look at man, somebody made that field goal. Somebody, somebody made those cleats and and and, and uniforms and shoulder pads and helmets and tested that. You know, so the sports tech, you know, field, well, that puts them on the track for engineering. When you look at man, there's somebody recording and broadcasting this game so it can go out live and so that you can watch your film later. And the people who commentating on your game, sports media, it puts them on the track towards entertainment. For before you played that game, you had to have a contract. You know, it's somebody up there, you know, selling those tickets. It's somebody that's thinking about how, you know, all this is negotiating and set up uh, and how you're represented. And so what you put them on is a track towards business. And so it's like, yeah, it starts them down these tracks of these careers, but what role can that put them on that they can end up much later where they can see past the football field? Right. So, so it's no that's how I, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's how you look out for that other 90%. Okay, so there's no tuition. It's all people make donations, right, and support the school financially. Is that how that works? No, no. When the school, when the school gets lunch, it's going to be a private school. So okay. there's going to be a, there's gonna be a little a small, small fee uh, that they'll have to pay um, when we get to our eight hours. But right now, it's, it's, it's a very small fee. I think for our six months, it was, it was like $1,000 a kid. Okay. Uh, for, for the six-month six program. They come in for 18, 19 weeks, and then we still scholarship to all the kids. So it was no kid that 
we selected, right. we, we, we had an evaluation, you know, because to get into our program, any kid just can't get into our program. It's not to say we don't serve all type of kids. We just believe that our program is for a certain type of kid. Right. And so we, 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 we do an evaluation to figure out if a kid will fit because our, our, our environment is a very challenging environment and we don't want kids that are coming to our program and fail and it will set them back. Yeah. Not because, you know, uh, we won't work with them, but it's just, it's very challenging and you can have a lot of disappointments, you know, because you, when you come into our program, just because you're part of our program don't mean you're going to play. And there's going to be people that you're going to want to go this way. We're going to say, hey, you're going that way uh, because we've seen this story play out, stuff like that. Right. And that's not for everybody. And uh, we want to protect the kids who, who are doing well in the environment. Yeah. So we have to be careful who we bring in. But we also want to bring kids in who have the ability to succeed. We do believe that there is a, there's a there's a road for everybody. Our program just isn't the one for everybody. Right. And so, uh, yeah, we're very protective with that. So the kids that we select, there's no kid that's going to have an excuse that they, you know, like financing won't be like, oh, you can't get in because you don't have money. Like, no, we don't work with you. And so we were able to make sure that every kid was covered um, just because we've had unbelievable support. Uh, one of our biggest one of our biggest partners is uh, Stand Together. I want to make sure I shot them out. Man, they've just been phenomenal. Uh, just not just from uh, a financial partner, but the services and the support. I mean, I don't know nothing about this stuff. I just care about kids. Right. And right. I know I know my story and, and, and what I needed. And so I've tried to pull those plays together. But to have people who, you know, have over 100 years in this space, you know, working in the education space, but even beyond able to pull together resources and help us get it all set up. It's mm-hmm. just been phenomenal. Well, I was expelled from high school my senior year. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, we, I was we, expelled we, from we, high school. I you know um, what that's like, man. I was in jail, too, uh, several wow. times. Several times. You know, looking into some of your endeavors and everything. Anything that you're doing, I we here at the show, at the podcast, we'd like to get behind it. So please, you know, let us know things that we can get involved in. If we can come to an event or there's anything you need, you know, we want to get involved in it. Because uh, I think that this is something that... Um, for instance, I'm involved with something that's called One Heart, One Heart Nola that deals with kids that are in the foster system and they age out. Uh, I, th- I think kids uh, have it worse than they've ever had it before. It's a real tough time for them, you know, with all this stuff going on with identity and gender and bullying and peer, peer pressure like never before and constant b- barrage of, you know, stuff. Uh, I think it's I think it's great what you're doing. We, you know, I want to get involved in anything that you're doing. I really do. Man. I'm a big fan. On, I'm a man. big fan. I'm a big fan. I really am. I'm a big fan. There's only one on. guy that I was more starstruck than you, and that was Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Oh, man. I, I couldn't even talk when I met yeah. Reggie Jackson. <laughs> I'm a big fan of yours. I didn't. I, I, I bought the jersey before I knew you were going to be on there. I didn't go out and just buy it. You know, because when wow. I bought it, it fit me, as a matter of fact. It did fit me. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you a couple other things. Uh, the sleeves. The arm sleeves. Okay, where do you get those? Where do I get them? Yeah. Are they made especially for you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they, I mean, I, I, the group, they, they, they sell them, but um, I'm, I'm real close with the uh, group. It's sleeves.com. Sleeves.com. Sleeves. Get me some. It's with an F. With an F. Sleeves. 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 Spell it for me, Nikki. S-L-E-E-F. Sleeves.com. Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. Sleeves.com. FS.com, man. No, I, don't, and, and, I don't dare. I yeah, don't so that dare. group has been good, man. They they do they do the armband. I, that's who I partnered with when I did the Man of God here. Right. Uh, they they they've been phenomenal. I encourage. They make great stuff. I've always had swag on the field, even going back to high school. 
I just love to get, you know, dressed up like a creative player when I was playing. The first thing you realize when you get to NFL, man, they take a lot of your creativity away. Yeah. And, uh, Except the shoes. Unless you wear the shoes one week. But I learned they find the, the right shoe game, and then the sleeve was, was mm-hmm. man, that was the one, and that's been a game changer. I like it because it's like a tribal tattoo. I don't have a lot of tattoos. Right. Or I have no tattoos. And so it's just kind of like that tribal tattoo. Like if I did have a tattoo, I would probably get an arm sleeve on both arms. And uh, so that's kind of like my little sleeve. That, that I really rock, and they're good too, man. They 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 uh, I'm getting me some. They sponsor they sponsor my travel team, man. They just just did 115 uniforms for us, no charge, and, cool. and they great. Wow. They they phenomenal, bro. Now, do you ever do you ever after a game go home and let's say record it and you watch it? You ever watch the game? You know what? I never watch any of my games. I've okay. probably only seen a uh maybe two minutes total of my entire career on. Really? On game, you know, on replay, you know, and so I just, I just, not that I, that I'm, I'm consciously not watching it. It's just I just never, I never have. And so those two minutes was maybe a moment that somebody was showing me of them showing something that happened in the game. But I've never rewatched the game. Do you watch Monday Night Football? A little bit, a little okay. bit. I'm not a, I'm not a huge. I love the game of football, but I'm not a huge football fan. Okay. I love the game of football because of what it teaches about life. So I right. love it on all levels. Absolutely. I love it. I love it all the way down to the pee peewees. Yeah, I, I love it at the high school, especially. I think that's that's probably what I like the most. Um, I coached uh, high school football for three years. Oh wow! I did. Yeah. I DC. So I just love the, DC. I love the games. Yeah, it's just awesome. Yeah. It's just awesome. It's a lot of work. Dope. That's it's a dope. lot of now, work. Was y'all, was, y- huh? was y'all nice? Was y'all good? Yeah, we were good. We were good. It wasn't until after I left that they won a state championship, but we were pretty good. But hey, you said to see, you set the stage for that. That was DC. Yeah, absolutely. You set the stage for that. Absolutely. Well, well, but that kind of ruined my next question. I was going to ask you who your favorite announcer was. You know, the announcers. Uh, you know, my favorite announcer. I'm thinking it ever be one like him, uh, John Madden. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just because I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Madden fan, and I've been on that since I was a little kid. Yeah. You know, his voice just was. Just, just transcends, yeah. you know. You, you, and I was a little Giants, the movie fan. So when he came yeah. on a little Giants. You know, that's one of your first heroes, man. You like, man, who is this large human being? Uh, so I don't, but I don't think there'll ever be an announcer on that level. Yeah, it's like a uh, great offensive lineman announcing the game. It's like your grittiest offensive lineman. And he's announcing the game. That's what yeah. John Madden was. Yeah. But you know, John it's, Madden. My dad introduced John Madden to the Turducken. Really? Yeah. Yeah, if you go to the Gourmet Butcher Block in Bell Chase there, there's a picture on the wall. It's got my dad's picture and John Madden and uh, Glenn, uh, uh, what's his, Listich? What's his name? Mistich? The guy, yeah, I don't know the guy. The guy's so good to me. I can't think. It's a terrible, it's yeah, a senior moment. But anyway. Uh, That's yeah. elite, man. That's dope. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to play one more game with you. We're DeMarco Davis, the, Davis, the all-world linebacker for the Saints. Um, here's a game. I'm going to play a little thing. Let's go back uh, to three seasons. Three seasons, okay? You're in practice. All right. You've got first-team offense against first-team defense, all right? You're in there. The offense is in 11 personnel, and uh, you're responsible for the scene. You're responsible five yards off the ball, all the way to the goal line. Of course, you know, Dick Butkus could have never done that. The game has changed. Dick Butkus couldn't have played that position the way they play it now. And yeah, Josh, Hill's, Josh Hill's lined up, and Josh is going to work the seam in practice. And it's your job to cover. Did Josh ever give you a hard time? It's not easy to cover. <laughs> First of all, Josh is a good friend of mine. I love Josh. He's like a son to me. But yeah. I can see you and Josh in practice. Josh is trying to work the scene. You didn't let him catch any balls, did you? <laughs> uh, Tell everybody what 11 personnel is. Well, when you come out of 11 personnel, it just means one tight end on the field. One tight one end, one back. running back. 
Yeah. Yeah. So if he if he come to if Josh's on the field, I'm not playing. I'm not playing him for the pass. I'm probably thinking it's, it's, it's a run play. He's a good. He's a very good run blocker. So I'm assuming that they they're gonna try to hand the ball off. Well, that's a fine. How do you do? The, that's a fine. Uh, how do you do, Demario? You see, you think Josh is in the game? They're gonna run the ball. That's he caught some passes. You know, because they got Jerry Cook over there. And <laughs> I think the numbers would prove he's right. <laughs> yeah, I know. They got they got Jerry Cook over there. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he so he, he he's still there. Then they already don't give a lot of plays to the tight end. So if they're trying to throw it to the tight end, they're gonna put him in. So did Josh ever block you? Yeah, I'm sure we had to we had to run into each other a few yeah. times. Yeah, how was that? How was uh, that's how, that's how I know he's a good run blocker. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great guy. Got a wonderful yeah, he's, family. He, he, he's phenomenal, man. Our kids do jujitsu at the same place, and so we always see each other in passing. Man, just just great human being. Him and his wife, his family. Man. Well, I have what one wish. Do. And the one wish is, is that you're on the team for the rest of your career. And I know there's a lot that has to happen for you to do that. Man, I appreciate my business, But I would love to see you. You know, uh, there were some great linebackers that played here. The first one you probably never heard of was Joe Fettersfield. You ever heard of him? Mm-mm. Joe Fettersfield. Google. Joe Fettersfield. Cool. He was, of course, Sam Mills. But Sam Mills was yeah. a little different than your game. It was a different game. Yep. Uh, Vilma. Okay. Yep. But I think you're better than Vilma. And uh, so I think you're the best middle linebacker we've ever had. And, you know, they're real stingy about the names they put over the, the ring of honor. You notice that? Yeah. There's yeah. a bunch of guys that should be up there. Morton Anderson should be up there. Uh, Tommy yeah, Myers. Sure. Remember Tommy Myers out of Syracuse? The safety. He should be up there. There's a bunch of guys that should be up there. And hopefully you'll be up there, too. And hopefully you'll be hanging around. Okay. And Man, look, I this, appreciate is, this. this has been a long time coming. I appreciate you being on with us. I got one more thing to do. If you want to stick around, you can. If you can't, if you don't, you just click the button and you're off. Okay. All right, bet it up, man. Y'all guys be blessed. God bless you, buddy. Demario yeah. Davis, Bye. ladies and gentlemen, who is a, he's just a, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He gets it. He gets it. And it's just been, uh, uh, let's pop. David, are you there? I'm here. Of course, you remember David for being on the show when we, right after Ida, uh, when we were talking about putting the coccyx on people. And uh, Yeah, nobody called me. Nobody called <laughs> Bad slogan. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Surprisingly so. Well, I mean, you know, uh, so uh, and of course he was very instrumental. So can can we? Do, oh, we don't have a we don't have a camera for David. We don't have a camera for David. But uh, but David, uh, we really appreciate you lining that up for us. I know it was a long time coming and everything, but uh, it, it was. I think it was well worth the wait. What about you? Oh, amazing human being. Now, Nick, Nick's making my teeth. Yeah, I'm getting veneers. For those of you that follow the the show, you know I'm getting veneers. I'm getting the whole mouth full of teeth. Steve Harvey chompers. I don't be able to eat corn on the cob through a picket fence when I get these teeth. And they're gonna be blinding white. As light as the the lettering back there. I don't know it. Back there. So anyway, I had some work done and I had a temporary, you know, uh, what do they call them? A crown. Yeah. Did you make my crown? No. Okay, it's a temporary it was a crown, actually, it's a crown. Mm-hmm. Nick's making my teeth. So I, he's the original executive producer. He's my son-in-law. So the other day, now I got Gretchen as my dentist over at Sweet Tooth, okay? And it, it came out it came out once before, all right? Because you know, Nick, I like to use those little buddies. You know what a little buddy mm-hmm. is? Tell everybody what a little buddy is. It's one of those little flossers that's got the toothpick on the end. Yeah. And then uh, sometimes it's got the double floss or at least yeah. a single floss. It's mint flavor, wax-coated floss pick. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know I call them little buddies. They're light green. You'll find them on the ground yeah. any place that Vic has that's been. That's it. That's yeah. <laughs> Especially where I park my truck, you'll see them. 
You'll see stray ones. My grandson's picking up all the time. He goes, no, put that down. If I'm anywhere and I see one, I'm like, mm, Vic was probably just here. <laughs> and I'll I, should, use, I should leave. <laughs> I'll use one for a week. I will. Really? Oh, yeah. If I li- yeah, if I like it. Oh, if it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. So she's telling me, Vic, you can't use the little buddies. And she's already calling them little buddies, too, my mm-hmm. dentist. She goes, you can't use a little. She, she talks my lingo. She goes, you cannot use a little buddies. You know, you got to use real floss and pull it through. Don't yank down. Pull it through. Huh. I'm trying this crap. It ain't working. How do you get it through in the beginning? I, you get it in, up and in, but you don't pull down. You pull through. You, you, okay. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, I see what she's Whenever saying. Whenever you get your teeth cleaned by a real dentist, they don't They don't jerk down. They pull through. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They pull through. So I mean, my linguine and clam sauce the other night. Mm-hmm. Mars made some linguine and clam sauce. I love it. You run, in, clams. you run into a shell? What did you do? No, no, no. The little okay. clams, you know, clams are like little oysters. They get caught in my teeth. So mm. I got this stubborn piece that's caught up there. I think I got this thing. It's driving me nuts. You know, so I'm in there. I'm digging them, digging. I yank down and it pops off again. Oof. It's like, oh my God. Now I got to call Gretchen and tell her I did it again and get the, get, you know, uh, reamed for that. Uh-huh. But you know what the weird thing was? Did she stick you with the bill every time? No, she's cool. Okay. She's cool. <laughs> I was going to say, that's pretty cool. The, the big bill, the big bill is going to be the, the crown. He's got like yeah. a temporary. Oh, temporary. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it pops off. I sent her a picture of it. I'm looking at the picture and the thing is disgusting. It's gotten brown already. Oh, I just think it brown. Oh, what am I doing back there? Steak and what the stuff. heck is going on back there? Oh, you got you some know. gaps. So immediately when that happens, I'm not thinking about letting Gretchen know. The first thing I'm thinking is this. I have to make some pudding. Okay? Because when you have teeth problems, me, anytime I've had something with my mouth, I, I love to eat pudding, chocolate pudding. And I don't like the instant. I like the stuff, the real pudding that gets the skin. You know what I mean? You make it, you put it in the fridge. You don't get that little skin on top, David. No. You never heard of the skin? No, I don't want to eat anything skin besides my It's like it. when you make like a gumbo and it's got it's like a, a skin. layer. It's got a skin. It's a little sticky. It pops. You go in there. Yeah, it's like a scabby yeah, little. It pops and you get the skin in. So immediately, immediately I'm thinking, now look, I, immediately I'm thinking, I need some pudding. And I want uh-huh. the real pudding. So instead of using milk, I used half and half. The whole thing. Three cups of half and half. That's a lot. Yeah. High calorie. And I've never made it before. Listen, I've never made uh-huh. it before. So I'm making it. And you know what the cool thing? Have you ever made pudding like that before? I've never made pudding. It's amazing. If you ever taste Is it pudding it, or putting? It's pudding, you shit. Okay. It's pudding. <laughs> okay. Huh? What'd you say? No, that sucks. That's not real pudding. That's bad pudding. What did Mario say about the temple? The temple, the five teeth. Well, it's good pudding. It's a good. Or your teeth. So anyway, or I you called her Tamala twice. No, he said Tamala. Tamala. It Tamala. was Tamala, huh? It Tamala. Jeez, dude. Tamala. Well, Gail Benson did the same thing, so there. I know. There you go. Yeah, you're not Me and Gail Benson. You are not Gail Benson. I know I'm not Gail Benson, oh, obviously. Man, it's so funny. Um, but the thing about making the pudding is this is the coolest thing. <laughs> What you do is you wait, you put, the, you put the milk over medium heat, and you pour in the stuff, mm-hmm. and then you just keep stirring it. Like you're making it. a roux. Now listen. Uh-huh. Keep stirring it and stirring it and stirring it until it comes up well, and it gets thicker and thicker and thicker mm-hmm. and thicker. Like it's amazing. It's absolutely, even by the time it's like, oh, that's it. Does it change color at all? Or no, 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 no. Yeah. It's just chocolate. It's just brown. And man, let me tell you something. That pudding is darn good. Never heard. And that is the rest of that story, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. All right. All right. And a major thank you to Mario Davis and his wife, Tamala. 
There you go. Tamala. Now, what a great guy, Demario Davis. And hopefully we can get involved in some things. If he's got an event coming up, we'd like to be involved in those things. Yeah. We'd love to do it. Uh, thank you, Nicholas. Uh, it's great to have you. Man, this is awesome. Thanks for nice coming. Nice to be here. David, thank you, too. Let's do it tomorrow night, too. <laughs> oh, coming up on the next show, uh, we are going to have an actual CIA agent on to tell us some CIA stories. What do you think of that? Yeah. Is a current CIA agent? <laughs> oh, He's gonna, We're okay. going to be protecting his I think name. I know we're going to be protecting his name. Now, you don't know what I'm talking about. I just got a feeling. You don't. Yeah, that's the next. I know a guy. Uh, you know a guy too. Uh, you know, I you know, know a guy. I know that you know that I know that you know that that I know. You know you a guy know, I know that I know that you know. All of the road is recorded in front of live show. I'll take another drink. I'll take another drink. The love you get is the love you give. God bless everyone. See you next time. Welcome to the share of the show because sharing is caring. Thank you. We're all over the road. We got a brand new show, so just lo and behold. From the bayou to the city to the burps of the swamps, you better know what time it is when you're hearing that. Demario Davis is one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Run or pass as a blitzer, he can do it all. Demario Davis, he has really just become one of the top linebackers in football. He hits like nobody's like nobody's business. He'll knock the mouthpiece right out of your mouth. Opponents have to bring their hard hat when facing Demario Davis. The linebacker hits like a wrecking ball, and when he blitzes clears all objects out of his way. Demario Davis, oh my God. Man, when he pass rush, like when he go on a blitz, the guy like, I don't know, he like a bulldozer. Dozer Davis doesn't dance around blocks. He don't got no moves. Nah, no moves, he's going straight through you. Yeah, him, he's going straight through you. Linebacker Demario Davis really lowered the lumber and sacked Tom Brady. Shady McCoy can't do anything with Demario Davis. He just crashes that pocket. Demario Davis has been a beast on these inside blitzes. I don't think he takes ales a lot. <laughs> hey, this is William Wallace, my show, William Wallace for America. Thank you so much for tuning in to my show where I'm always looking for things to unite America and solutions that we can all agree on to help preserve the great country we live in. And when I'm not doing that, I'm listening to the All Over the Road podcast. And remember, sharing their podcast and my podcast is caring. All Over the Road New Orleans is brought to you by Coin Trader Inc., for real-time prices on gold, silver, palladium, and platinum 24-7, go to goldpricesnow.com. That's goldpricesnow.com. We thank you all. This is the announcer guy speaking. For four seasons and all over the road, the podcast, New Orleans.